Hello and welcome to Potlucky, a weed sommelier podcast. My name is Liz and I am your host and weed sommelier. I review strains, recommend things to munch on, and talk to guests about their history with weed. I've been a consumer for eight years and I am located in southern Maine where it is legal medically and recreationally. Uh, I am joined today by my friend Lenny, who I met in college, and you're still going to college, right? Is this grad school that you're in now? Yes. Yeah, now I'm in grad school. Yeah, I I go to grad school in South, at Southern Illinois University now. I We, we met at uh, back in Tennessee, but now I've moved over to Southern Illinois, where it is recreationally and medically legal here. <laughs> I just heard your lighter, Lenny. Are you a... Uh... We have a, we have a smoke break for that, but uh, oh okay, fair enough. Yeah, you'll you'll know when it's time to smoke. Um, I, how long have you been a weed consumer, and do you have any weedy credentials you'd like to share? Uh, weed credentials. Uh, yeah, I started I started smoking after my 18th birthday. I didn't smoke at all before that, but right right on my 18th birthday, I decided to go uh, talk to my. Uh, my friend in high school who I knew had some, I was like, buddy, let me start this lifestyle. And <laughs> I've been smoking ever since. Yeah. I've kind of, I'd have kind of cut back like since I came to grad school, cause it is, it is tougher academically here. And, and it's a little bit more expensive in Illinois with it being legal and stuff. So, but, but those I can't are wait my to ask you about, Oh my gosh! Like you know, the I can get, I can get an ounce up here for ninety dollars. Like I'm just, oh my, that's rough. God. Yeah, I'm so jealous. I'm not saying it's great. I'm saying it's an ounce. I but like <laughs> an ounce here is at least like four hundred dollars. Like it's ridiculous. Is it the good stuff? I mean, yeah, it's really good, but it's like, it's like weed capitalism is what it feels like, <laughs> like it, we're talking about a, a weed it is literally a weed that grows from the ground and they're charging so much for it, it, mm-hmm. it it's exorbitant to say the least yeah there's not really anyone you can go snitching to about uh price gouging and, and weed not not yet no. at least no and it's like each county like there's only one company in each county so they have a monopoly over that that area so like everyone in Carbondale has to go from this one company and they charge so much if I were to drive to like East St. Louis which is maybe three hours north of me it's a little cheaper but then you have to factor in gas yeah then I gotta like drive to East St. Louis yeah but yeah it's the monopolies they, they really kill you here yeah we we have some weed monopolies up here. Can't really talk about those because I'm I'm a hypocrite. I, I shop at them sometimes, but oh, their prices are too good. Oh yeah, that's a that's a problem for another time. Yeah, and like there's been a couple places I've lived that have had the monopolies. Like when I I lived in Nevada for a little bit, and they had, and it's just uh, like. Cook County in Las Vegas, in uh, in Nevada, which is where Las Vegas is. Mm-hmm. But it was all one company that, and at the time I thought that was really expensive. Now that I'm in Illinois, I, I find myself wishing I was back there with that cheaper stuff. But oh, it's rough. Yeah, yeah I I really feel you. Um, what was I What was I going to say? Oh yeah. Um, do you want to know about this week's featured product? Yes, please. All right. So this week, uh, I'm not smoking because I was pretty stoned when I started this. I've since sobered up, um, but I, I just didn't feel like smoking anymore today. So today uh, we're going to be talking about THC slash CBD slash CBG 500 milligram salve. Salve. How do, how do you say that word, Lenny? I say salve. Salve. It sounded weird coming like <laughs> off my tongue. So I don't know if that's right. Yeah, honestly, I think this is one of those words where you gotta wait for someone else to say it in the room, and then you just, you know, you, you go with that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, well, we'll get into the packaging and the bag appeal. But I've used this product before. I really like it. I've got it um, at a convention. But I, I do have some. I do have some beefs with this one that uh, we'll talk about in a minute. 
Um, but we don't have time for that because right now we're going to talk about the, the munchie moment for the week. Uh, what do you like to snack on when you have the munchies? Uh, so recently I have been snacking on a lot of tortilla chips, but the flour tortilla chips, mm-hmm. you know, not, not, not the corn ones, the, the flour ones that get a little bit puffy. Yeah. Yeah. There's this really nice Mexican restaurant. Well, really nice. It was, eh. There's a Mexican <laughs> restaurant in Carbondale that I eat at all the time called Don Taco, and they have these homemade uh, tortillas, tortilla chips, and I uh, I stock up on them at least once a week and stock up on their really hot salsa, mm-hmm. and, that, and that is what I munch on. My body is probably 90% Don Taco at this point. <laughs> okay. When you... Sorry, when you say that you stock up on them, do they sell these like at the register or are you just bringing like baggies into the restaurant? No, I, I go up to the register and I'm like, I'll, I'll order like three, three orders of, of the, of the tortilla chips and they'll give it to me in a big bag. Mm-hmm. And that's all I, I, I come in, get, get tortilla chips and leave. Yeah, you're that guy everyone talks about. Like all the the coworkers, like man, like does he just like plain chips? Does he make his own dips? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? All right. Uh, do you speaking speaking of knowing things? Do you know what time it is, Lenny? Uh, it's two. Uh, no, like the actual time, two twenty three here. <laughs> I don't know what what time is it. Oh, uh, it's time to do some weed. Are you ready to do some weed, Lenny? Yeah, I'll do some weed. All right, let's go. And we are back. Uh, how are you feeling, Lenny? Oh, stony baloney. <laughs> I, I haven't heard that one before. Um, I, I feel pretty good. I mean, my elbows aren't very chafed anymore. Uh, it's winter, um, and I use this balm. Um, it smells It smells really good. Um, is it a salve or something else? Shit, and yeah, it's a salve. Or, well, I mean, I, I assumed they were synonyms, so. Yeah, I, I mean, I... I, I can barely say that for the salve word, so I don't know. I'm not a salve expert. The S word, but then it kind of sounds like a slur. And then I, 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 my mind is noodling. This is still from the drugs I smoked earlier. Um, so like, like the salve, like, do you actually like get high from it? Um, like, like a tingly thing. Mm, it'd be cool if it was a tingling thing. Um, let's see uh okay i'm gonna talk about the uh, like i have i have my notes written down in a certain oh, i'm order. sorry i'm, I'm interrupting to do it. no worries um so i wrote down tasting notes it's more like smelling notes i'm not quite sure what those are called but um uh i wrote that it smells like straight up fruit loops uh a little bit like earl gray tea which also smell like straight up fruit loops um i showed it to my partner and he said it smells like shortening or crisco so <laughs> we have a pretty divisive opinion on this I enjoyed it. I liked using it. Uh, I'm going to talk about the info on the packaging. Um, there wasn't much, um, but what I did read, there's like, they have those, you know, the small text at the bottom that you kind of just glance over. Um, so it said that this product hasn't gone undergone testing and it also um, has no batch number on it. Like there's a space for a batch number and I guess it just didn't get written down, which is kind of kind of pointless. Like why else would you have a batch number there? Like exactly yeah um all right i like the weight of it it feels good i like seeing 1500 milligrams um it is a one-to-one-to-one ratio of cbd to thc to cbg um yeah yeah i i I lost track things sorry um it's not it's not as greasy as it could be like i've definitely used too much of this stuff and like rubbed it on my legs for my my sore muscles um, but like for like an elbow cream or like, I don't know, something to, to fight this, uh, this winter dryness up here. Um, it, it works. I like it. It feels like self-care. Like I'm, I'm doing a good thing. Like I'm patting myself on the head or giving myself a gold star, but you know, I smell better afterwards. Does it give like any pain relief? Um, I haven't noticed yet. I mean, it would be nice if it did, but. Mm. It would be nice if it was a magic medicine, but. Yeah, I don't think I've I've quite noticed that. Um, do you want to talk about the weed that you're smoking for a little bit? Sure. Yeah, it's uh, I got some. I picked up some smalls from the dispensary. It's a uh, uh, super glue. 
is the is the strain i think it's an indica yeah uh, okay yeah i think it is an indica and uh i think the name is like supposed to be like it's super glues you to your couch or something mm-hmm. but uh yeah here here in carbondale i'm an economical shopper so like i i pick up the smalls and they they do the job yeah small yeah. nothing wrong with a small bud special it's uh you know economical it's like it's like selling ugly fruit you know <laughs> selling like, ugly fruit yeah i i only say ugly because there's like ugly market online that sells um not subpar fruit but fruit that's not perfect and won't like sell and ends up you know in the trash exactly i assume that's what that company is that's what i've seen about it but um I, and i think that's the same thing like they, they're they're big enough to smoke but not big enough to toss you know yeah awesome yeah some with those sometimes i just smoke the stems also because they're like i don't know it doesn't even like it adds to the weight at this point it does yeah 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 all right um so besides like my my beef with the packaging i do enjoy this um also i noticed that it ended like all of its warnings with caution when driving which i'm kind of intrigued about like if it doesn't it doesn't say that it gets you high it says that it's for pain relief um oh my gosh for i had notes about this it's for topical uh pain relief and it acts as an anti-inflammatory which i believe reduces swelling um but i was i was kind of i kind of laughed at the uh be careful when driving and the only reason i could think of was that you were somehow putting this on while driving and the steering wheel would be slippery um (laughs) a greased up wheel yeah exactly (laughs) driving down the roads Sorry, officer. I was trying to put on my my <laughs> my salves. Sorry. My my weed salve. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, I guess if you can't smoke while driving and you you can't drink weed while driving, I guess you probably shouldn't slather yourself up with it while you're driving as well. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Slather yourself with mud butter. Yeah. Um. Or with that, we're moving on to the third part of the show: blowing smoke, the interview portion. Uh, what was your first experience with weed, Lenny? My first experience with weed was I was a freshman in high school, and there was a guy who went to my church, who also went to um, my high my high school with me, and he was a senior. And I I had missed the bus to go home, and he I asked him to take me home, and but on the way he decided we needed to stop by his friend's house and get high. So he, he made me sit in the car while he went in because he, he didn't know if I was like cool with it, but like on the inside, I was intrigued. Like I, I always thought like, if I was ever going to like do a drug, it would probably be weed, you know? And, um, anyway, when he got out and he, he drove me home and I asked him if he would, uh, if he would smoke any with me and he's like, sure, sure. So he, he pulled out this like <laughs> this like a uh, cigarette roller that was like cowboy themed it was kind of cool it was really cool and he uh and he he rolled up this joint with it and we smoked it on my uh parents front porch looking out over our cow fields and i and he only let me have like three hits of it i i did not get high i did not really feel like i got high um uh, but I really wanted to be high. So I asked him like what I should do. And he, and he said, well, uh, I was like, well, what do high people do? And he said, well, Cat uh, Williams is pretty funny. So <laughs> I just sat and I watched Cat Williams and I didn't find it that funny, but like I, I was in the experience of, of <laughs> smoking weed for the first time. Yeah. But uh, then that was a few years after that until I ever smoked it again. And it was my friend from uh, one of my theater friends. We we were doing uh, Wizard of Oz. Yeah, of course you were doing Wizard of Oz. Of course we were doing the Wizard of Oz at uh, at this theater, and I was the Tin Man, and he was the Lion. And <laughs> in between uh, Kansas and and uh, Oz. We had a little bit of a break, just like enough time to get into makeup and and smoke something. 
So how old did you say you were? Uh, I was I was probably 17 at this point. Okay, how old were you the the first time you tried weed? Uh, probably 15, 14, okay. 15. Yeah. Right. Please continue. Uh, and and I hadn't like and these two times are like the first times I ever smoked. I was not experienced at this point. I'd never bought any for myself. I was always I was a I was a uh scrounger i guess you know mm-hmm. uh, um so yeah it, in between that little break while while the scarecrow was on stage doing his little dance mm-hmm. we would go out and and smoke and then go to oz and it, it was it was pretty fun it was pretty fun don't recommend it not yeah. safe oh where's lenny eyes putting on his ruby slippers outside exactly come in with with a face that's pure silver but red eyes yeah (laughs) red eyes i look like a robot with these glowing red eyes oh incredible yeah um i was gonna say something about the wizard of oz like my high school also did the wizard of oz they did it freshman year and i believe they also did it my senior year um at least if that didn't happen it was definitely my freshman year of college that heritage did the wizard of oz yeah yeah i i think i remember someone else like being involved in that so someone else from marable like doing that show mm-hmm. yeah. all right all right do you have a preference for how you consume it uh smoking it like i'm i i'm a bud boy i always love flour i also have I like the carts. I know they're not a lot of purists don't like the carts, but I I find them convenient and I find myself smoking carts more than anything else, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I also don't want to give secondhand smoke damage to my cat, so I either make sure to like blow it, you know, towards the ceiling or towards, you know, away from her, but yeah, with mm-hmm. a vape you don't really have to think about that because it just dissolves. Yeah, and I don't love the the smell living in my apartment. Mm-hmm. So I love the, just that the smell doesn't stay with a vape. Yeah, it's it's funny you say that today. I was like chiding my partner for being over here and smoking in the two seconds I was getting with the mail. Um, oh. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, oh, does my house always just smell like weed? Like my friend Dan had said that before, but I always assumed he was joking. Um, I'm afraid to say he might not be. I'll have to have to leave for a little bit and come back with a fresh nose. No, I feel you. Like, like I usually don't notice it when I come home, but if anyone uh, I go to school with, like, comes over to study or something, they immediately say, like, oh, you've been smoking in here. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm just like, uh, you're right. You're right. I can't yeah. believe you're that perceptive of it. I mean, the people that come into my house aren't, you know, they're not going to judge me or chide me for smoking weed. They're going to ask for some. So, like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so Lenny, you and I ran in very different social circles in college, so I'm sure you have access to to knowledge that I don't. But uh, uh, what what goes down in the college woods at Maryville? Uh, the college woods is the college woods is the great escape from Maryville College. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all uh, we all would go into the woods and and smoke weed between classes and at night and try to avoid campus security Mm -hmm. uh my uh my freshman year i'll i got a few stories to tell about the woods yeah definitely go ahead my freshman year my uh my friends and i tried to start a uh like a a secret society centered around smoking weed oh gosh that sounds amazing uh it it was so cheesy and like now I kind of cringe about it but at the time it was just it was just a bunch of stoners going into the woods and smoking weed we we would we found all the best hidden spots Mm -hmm. and named them after like our Arthurian cities like like Camelot and and the 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 plains of Dover and and uh Warwick all these different uh all these different uh, uh, old sounding English names, Canterbury, all that shit. Ah, and, fantastic. Uh, oh yeah. And uh, 
Yeah, we spent a lot of time out in the woods that fresh my freshman year. Uh, there, there are a lot of trails in the campus woods, and there's a lot of places to uh, you can get lost. There's also a river at the back, and we uh, I've gone stoned and gone swimming in that river a couple times. Have you ever been back to that river? Uh, which river would that be? It's at the very back of the woods. There's like it's like it forms the like the back bit of campus. There's like one or two swimming holes that we mm -hmm. found. Um, what else? Like, it's hard because I don't have a good spatial memory for like the woods. I couldn't. I couldn't like find a spot if I tried. I always had to follow someone in. Uh, yeah, I knew the woods like the back of my hand, and. Uh, like, especially when, when Ghost Tour would come around, the APO Ghost yep. Tour, if you yep. remember that. I, I was always in charge of the, the route through the woods because I knew it so well. And that, that was a fun time. There were... Uh... Just for the people that didn't go to college with us, APO is Alpha Psi Omega, right? That was the... Yes, yes the Theater Honor Society. And every, every year we would throw a ghost tour in the campus woods around uh halloween and we had like campus legends and different different stories that we would tell um while we were leading tours through the woods and we had a bunch of jump scares a bunch of theater kids in scare makeup mm -hmm. planted planted on the trail in really cold weather at night yeah i have some familiar memories from that uh for a couple couple of those events actually yeah, we uh, <laughs> I always station like my my smoking buddy is near me on that trail because like th there would be big big gaps of time in between the tour groups, mm -hmm. and so once a group had passed, I we'd go rendezvous and, and smoke a little <laughs> smoke a little weed, and when we heard the next tour coming down the hill or something, we would go back to our spots and we would be uh be in a right mind to say some really stupid stuff on to these tours mm -hmm. yeah. yeah yeah I remember one time I was uh after a few of those sessions uh I was playing Isaac Anderson the the founder of Maryville College the ghost <laughs> Anderson yep. and I remember for some reason just thinking why what, wouldn't it be funny if I just started screaming Isaac Anderson eats ass to every single person going down this this uh <laughs> going on this tour I thought it was funny at the time I still kind of think it's funny I don't know if it's scary yeah <laughs> it, it was funny I, I thought it was funny I also like my sister and I were walking together and after you passed I'm like you know, he's doing a senior thesis on Isaac Anderson. He's like the source to ask about ass eating and I, I, ooh, Isaac Anderson. Like you're like the dude to turn to. Dude, if and I will confirm. <laughs> he might have once. <laughs> who knows? Yeah. Who who knows? Uh so my experience in the college woods uh were pretty similar. Mostly we just kind of walked out there to get away from people and, and smoke weed and spend time in the woods stoned, which is Oh, gosh, in a place like Maryville College, that's the place to go to is the, is the woods. You got to check those out. Um, but I remember like it being so funny, like we would be walking into the woods and people would be walking out and we could definitely smell weed. Like, I don't know, there was kind of an understanding nod passed between, you know, two ships in the night there that I kind of remember. But like, I feel like that probably happened a lot. That's not like just just walking into the woods and smelling other people smoking weed. That's probably like a universal experience at the college. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That happened all the time. Yeah. Man, I kind of want to talk about like some of the good smoking spots there, but I also don't want to like be a rat. Um, but I will I'm, say there, there 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 is some that like aren't like secrets. Yeah, I agree. Like Yeah. Like um, like the orchard. Yep. There's a big orchard that is really nice late, late at night. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's definitely not a secret. Everybody knows about that one. I'd, I'd still like to, you know, preserve. I wish I could just fucking hand down like a, a journal of like all the, the cool, cool secrets of that college for, you know, the new generation. But I will say on a recruitment video for the college, I 
um like the video turned and like the first thing out of my mouth was like oh i've smoked weed on those stairs like yeah and you can probably figure out which one i'm talking about i got you yeah yeah (laughs) those stairs yeah all right what's the most fun you've had while stoned most fun i've ever had while stoned um my uh probably my freshman year of college at Maribel College I was in a playwriting class amazing and I decided I was gonna write a play just entirely fucked up like smoke a ton of weed and just see what came out of my brain and I smoked so much like you know when you get really stoned and like you, you can't remember everything that happened the night before but you're like you're not hung over you yes. just like you're so stoned mm-hmm. i i i did that one night woke up and then i just i looked at my laptop and i had like this i had like a 20 page play that wow funny the funniest shit and i uh it was called priscilla the tap dancing donkey oh and- lenny i've seen this fucking play Yo, you have? Yeah, or at least like the short version. Oh my gosh, that brought back memories. Yeah, so I that was probably the most fun. I and I got to I got to do a stage reading of it my freshman year, and mm-hmm. then my junior year we actually like put it on with uh, the actually I actually like directed a a version of it, and it, it was fun. It was a lot of fun, and I everyone involved on it really enjoyed it. So like that. That was probably the most productive. <laughs> yeah, I feel like wasn't, oh my gosh, wasn't Riley the tap dancing donkey? Was that yeah. the, okay, that's what I was thinking of. Then I fucking cackled like watching that. Um, Man, I like uh, going to plays, whoops, didn't mean to do that. Going to plays, like I enjoyed going, but not because like I wouldn't go out of my way to see a play unless I was familiar with the material, but like seeing my friends like up on stage acting the shit out of something a blast like why why wouldn't i want to go to that yeah yeah and that was a good thing about maryville college since it was like a small enough school that you knew like at least some of the people in the show it always i don't know it always kind of felt familiar i i always felt like i i saw a lot of other students come in to watch yeah yeah, I remember seeing you act the shit out of Metamorphosis, and like I saw that th- I play three times. Like that's unheard of for me. Like mm-hmm. yeah, they were, it was, it was great. I really enjoyed that show. Yeah, and uh, Rocky Horror was always fun. That was always yep. a fun thing to do. I-, I was always high when I did that, so that was always a lot of fun. So that might be my second favorite thing to do whilst most fun whilst. Not to interrupt you, but we're going to take a little break right here so I, uh, we can figure out what the heck's going on with Zoom. Um, we'll be right back. An announcement for the month of November. Tickets are now on sale for Independent Diamond Brokers Holiday Social. $50 for general admission and $75 for a VIP ticket, which includes both a swag bag and a t-shirt. There will be good food, great people, live entertainment, and a silent auction benefiting the Maine Cannabis Coalition. The event is open to cannabis industry professionals as well as their guests, growers, processors, retailers, medical professionals, what have you. The event takes place on December 2nd at DeMilo's in Portland. I will be there. You could be there. Imagine the possibilities. Uh, we're back. We had a little technical difficulties, um, but we're gonna keep talking about uh, Rocky Horror. Yeah, we uh, every uh, year at Maryville College, APO, the Theater Honor Society, would put on a uh, a production of Rocky Horror, like a shadow production. So we would show the movie up on a big screen and then people in costume would be performing it in front of it and uh i was i did it twice and i was frankenfurter both times and those that that was (laughs) one of the happiest experiences of that i've ever had on on weed i did it stoned both times and i wouldn't recommend it it any other way yeah like again like professional any don't do that but Mm -hmm. 
college when he thought that was fun as fun as hell and it was it really was and especially like the second time I like I got to like a design a set like a little set for it and we 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 kind of went all out on it my senior year and it was it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun yeah I I went I you know what Lenny it's funny the only two I went to were the ones where you were Frankenfurter I remember you at the, at the uh, I remember talking to you at the one in the alumni gym in yeah. the gym. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I remember talking to you afterwards at that yeah, one. Yeah, I think I had someone's cowboy hat um and I had my titty shirt on, which I only very rarely break out. Um it has a big zipper down the front. It's great. Um and I I, I went with someone who was cross dressing and I also didn't have shoes on. Um, I didn't realize people were going to throw rice or whatever. Um, and I walked oh, over, rice. yeah, rice with my bare feet and it fucking sucked. I was picking rice out of my calluses later, which I know it's gross, but like, youch, that was, I should have, oh, yeah. I should have worn shoes or at least socks. Dude, the, the rice, when they started throwing the rice, I, I, that, that just didn't click with me during, <laughs> during the rehearsal process. Yep. And during that, the rest of that show, there's several times where I literally was crawling on the floor, yep. on hands and knees uh, afterwards and crawling on that, <laughs> my knees on that rice. Oh, that hurts so much. Knees and on rice. Oh, that sounds like a strain. Uh, it does. It sounds like torture, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, definitely a strain too. Yeah. And forever to clean up. I, that, that, that rice, uh-uh bad idea bad idea yeah you know what uh, i remember after that show the edible kicked in um and i re- of course i was stoned um i went with my friend nadia who i miss dearly um uh what was i gonna say oh yeah so the edible kicked in and then right outside the door i thought it would be fun to just lay down on the grass and wait for uh, a particular boy i was trying to talk to um to come out uh and so I waited and like I didn't realize like my hair was like filled with leaves and then security walked over and tried to start talking to me um and I was like oh shit they're gonna they're gonna ask if I've, I've done anything and I'm just gonna confess but um I have a really good rapport with security at well I used to anyway um at Maryville College um one of uh, I want to say her name is Susan my uh do you know do you remember Sharon that worked in the post office I think so yeah yeah okay so yeah I believe that's her sister-in-law or sister um and one day I get a notification that I have a package at the post office and it's a bag of clothes from the security officer um who like uh Sharon like didn't mention anything to me but she like uh the sister was getting rid of clothes um and Sharon I guess thought that I would want them because they fit me and I still have shirts that I wear from that gracious donation but it was just kind of weird because why i would hadn't really had that many conversations with the uh security guard so i mean it was it was just kind of a, an odd experience but you know i haven't had many positive well i've always had positive experiences but they didn't like me very much <laughs> they always caught me yeah oh do you have any stories you'd like to share oh i have some amazing stories to tell about that so the thing about smoking weed at Maryville college uh they uh they won't do it when they catch you they'll let you go the first three times it's that fourth time that they're actually going to lay down the law on you and i and i so so what one time probably the funniest time i was uh smoking in uh the parking lot right in front of the woods because me and my friend were too lazy to go in by the the by the soccer field yeah okay yeah. Yep. no exactly where that is yeah right right in front of the cemetery um uh, and uh we were smoking in my in my car and we were gone we, we had smoked like seven bowls and we we were just we, we were having a, a a crazy j-term day and oh uh, yep that sounds like a j-term activity oh yeah and uh secure i see security roll up right behind me and stop I was like, oh God. And I look at my friend and I say, follow my lead. And you I, stay as you I can hear your bick. Like, all right, sorry, please continue. No, and uh, and I, I just put on full theater major and I just start crying. And and the security guard asks, well, what's wrong? And 
and I say, I guess this piece of ass isn't good enough for that son of a bitch. Oh my God. And my roommate. And by this time he gotten out of the car and he's like, whoa, <laughs> he just, he doesn't know what's going on. And the security guard's like, oh, I don't want to deal with any of this. <laughs> and they just turn right. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's incredible. Um, man, that reminds me of the time I lied my way into a theme park by saying I needed a t-shirt for a funeral. You did what theme park was that? Oh, it wasn't Dollywood. It was, uh, it's up here. It's called Canopy Lake Park. Um, but they were just they were hassling me like I was told like I called beforehand and asked if I could go in and buy a t-shirt and then the lady up front was like we don't normally have people do this um and then like the I was very I was I was very baked during this process I got lost in the parking lot twice walking from uh where my sister Jess had parked to the to the ticket office once there and once back Mm -hmm. um but like it just didn't seem like she was gonna let me in so I opened my mouth and just kind of I need this t-shirt for uh for a memorial service and she put her hand on my shoulder and said go and like oh I felt I felt really bad after that because she just like I don't know she set me on my mission though and I appreciated that you got to do what you got to do sometimes Liz you know yeah I agree yeah so um did you ever smoke in Mufasa in Mufasa yeah uh you you hung out in your beeson right sometimes sometimes yeah Okay, that's the that's the big magnolia tree that's in Beeson. Oh, that no, I've never smoked in Mufasa. Okay, I I have seen people do it, but I know my ass would be too uncoordinated. I'd fall out of that tree. Yeah, there there's a really nice sitting branch. Um, yeah, uh, that I used to. I I remember like I needed to read a book and like my I don't know. I just I needed a different situation to read in, so I took my headlamp. And I, uh, like, sat on the tree and, like, laid down in it and read The House on Mango Street um, for yeah. class. And, like, that's it's a fond college memory. Like, I wish yeah. I could do shit like that now around town without getting the cops called on me. Yeah. God. Like, with college, it's kind of assumed that you're going to see some shit. Exactly. There's kind of, like, an understanding between, like, the college and the town. Like, college kids going to be college kids. You yeah, know? exactly. God, I, I speaking of like smoking spots on Maryville campus and just smoking on Maryville College campus. My my senior year of college, I took that playwriting class again, mm-hmm. and I did the experiment again to just write a play totally stoned. And um, this one was about like actually smoking weed on the college campus. Oh. And, for a second, I thought you were going to say that beautiful play about Isaac Anderson you wrote for your thesis. I, if I was going to say, there's no way that we was, uh, you could you could be out of your brains high on that because that oh, it was just beautifully crafted together. Well, thank you. But I was I was high for that too. So, but okay. thank you for that. I was 100%. But uh, the one uh, about smoking weed on campus, it was, uh, the premise was just two stoners just trying to trying to find a spot to smoke thinking what about the stairs nah nah they they always skeeze me out what about going to woods ah it's muddy I don't want to get get my shoes muddy you know and then they decide they're going to go up into the bell tower of Anderson which is like uh, which is like the logo of Maryville College Mm -hmm. like that's what's on all their promotional stuff and and in and in the in the show they they get stoned and they meet like this the ghost of a cow uh yep up in the bell tower there's a long story about a ghost cow in yeah, the bell tower it's it's movie. widespread knowledge on campus that uh anderson is haunted yeah yeah specifically by a bovine specter and specifically the bell tower um yeah but so you guys got up to the bell tower yeah got up to the bell yeah and in the show it's got up to the bell tower and in the show one of like a security guard is up there and hides and like plays a prank on the students and like acts like the, like starts mooing and shit oh geez and and they're, they're and they're just really really scared and it, it kind of got really absurd they ended up in the pits of hell the very <laughs> i remember i don't it was a weird show with a lot of it was kind of meta a little bit they, they were talking about being in a play and also like 
yeah it was weird yeah like the the producers but the the movie that's about a play that's about a play that's it, it's it's playception it is playception yeah what a, yeah. what a 2010 phrase adding inception to the end of something or aception <laughs> yeah it is yeah, yeah. Man, I most I the only time I ever smoked in a building, I'm not gonna say which dorm, but it was one of the older ones. Um, and like it's a it's a fun memory. I'm not gonna narc on who I was with, but just sitting kind of like half of like it was a cold night, but like we were just kind of kind of sitting halfway out the window smoking. And this was like the third floor. Yeah. Um, and we were just talking. Um and you know, senior year was really stressful. I burnt out pretty quickly, um, and I, at the end of it, I just wanted it done. I didn't feel like I got to enjoy it as much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I used to when I lived in Carnegie. I used to. That's the only ever dorm I would I ever smoked in because well, I. <laughs> well, you're gonna you know, say like, it. Yeah, it was Carnegie. I don't care. I don't care. Like it's uh, it's like. The only other dorm I ever lived on was Copeland, and mm-hmm. yeah, you couldn't get away with that in that in that dorm. Yeah. But I, I'd sit out my window and 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 risk falling out of the third floor. Yeah. I'm trying to think of some more favorite uh, smoking spots. One time, I like there was this grassy bank. Like it was a ballsy move in retrospect, but there's this kind of bank that looks over the road that if you kind of sit in a corner, um, and you're mm-hmm. discreet, you can get away with it. Um. I've smoked in the uh, a lot of parking lots. Um, yeah, man, I kind of want to like whenever I go back to Tennessee, I want to check out that particular parking lot and be like, like looking for the telltale signs and like you know impart some sagely wisdom on you know those stoners um, and whatnot. Yeah. Reminisce, probably probably weird them out though. I probably that's not 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 what you want to hear when you're uh, smoking is like a tap on your window and a face you don't recognize. <laughs> exactly. It's like a tap on your window that says, I know exactly what you're doing and let me tell you about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Did you run into have any more run-ins with security besides uh, that, uh that, that one time? Yes, yes. So there's another time freshman year. It was a it was the first snow of the year, I remember. And again, we were smoking in that parking lot in front of the woods. Mm-hmm. Well, and it, it was literally the, the same security guard too. And they pull up behind us and they, they come, but this time they, they, they know we're smoking weed. They come up to the window and they smell it. So like Mm -hmm. they caught us, but they didn't like turn us in Mm -hmm. because I, they, they said, give us the weed. And I, and I said, sure, sure. Here you go. And they said, this is a lot of weed. Do you know how much trouble you'd get? And I was like, I know, I know, I know. And then she thank god bless her heart she went and she just got the baggie and and poured it out onto the bank like like right like into the snowbank oh okay parking lot uh and just drove us back to the dorm and apparent when we were going back to the dorm we could see all of the ras on the top floor of the dorm like watching us like like they they had spied us walking down and they they had orchestrated this whole sting operation i was so mad was this freshman year yeah this was freshman year they, uh, they don't okay. really care about busting students who are freshmen like as soon as you get above a sophomore like they they don't they kind of chill out on that a lot yeah especially i mean you, you develop a you know a rapport with security because like you know everyone's been locked out at least once like exactly yeah 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 no my rapport with security is that they all knew i was high but they they You're a respectable always, student. Everyone knows Lenny. Yeah, they, they couldn't always they couldn't always catch me, but they knew. They Do you knew. have any other close calls you'd like to share? Close calls. Uh, I've had so many like close calls. The, the the one time there was only one time that I did actually get in trouble for for weed. And it was uh and I had to like pay a fine and like go to uh, decision making classes. <laughs> like it was with, with the counseling department, mm-hmm. which was kind of funny. Uh, well, I don't want to say it's funny. It's not taken as seriously and all, but 
Yeah. We we talked about strategies to like how to smoke weed on campus and not get caught. So, oh, really? Like, yeah, like it, and we decided that the woods is the best option. And for the rest of that year, I only smoked in the woods until I got off of my like probationary period. Mm-hmm. I only did the woods. And you, how did you how did you get caught? Like, do you want to share the details? You don't have to if you don't. Oh, want to. It, yeah, I it was again in that parking lot in front damn it letty come on you gotta you gotta find a new spot by now i know after freshman year i stopped doing that like I oh my gosh this was oh you got after you got busted there too come on dude yeah i i my hubris was next level (laughs) i i yeah and it was this time uh it was the head of res life was like hanging out in the pavilion or something and she smelled it and she called security so like he could not let me off because the head of res life reported me so yeah. so that was the one time and I, I remember it was right before a susical rehearsal and I, I was so oh just, man I just had to go in and tap dance and then I remember <laughs> when I had my meeting with <laughs> my disciplinary meeting it was right after susical after they had seen me uh perform as the cat in the hat Oh, geez. Only, only referred to me as the cat in the hat through the entire disciplinary proceedings. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so that that was that was pretty funny. Uh, I have any other stories about getting caught. I remember freshman year, like, oh, man, I had tried weed a couple times in high school, and it wasn't until, like, no, I think freshman year, probably J term. Um, oh, J term, by the way, for those of you that don't know, is January term, which was a beautiful, wonderful thing that co- the college sacked, unfortunately. Um, I, I love J term. And then they replaced it with May term that you had to pay for. Yeah, I love J term. Yeah, it, like J term is like- just one class for three weeks for like four hours a day. And like you got really in depth on that one topic, which yeah. I I liked. Yeah, I ripped J term. Mm-hmm. Maryville College will never be the same. Yeah, it meant that you either had all morning or like the rest of the afternoon to yourself, um, and it was great. I took, I don't remember. I think it was probability and statistics during J term because that's the only way I can get through a math class. Um, no, maybe maybe it wasn't province stats, but it was just it was it was rough. I I dreaded going in every day, but you know it was only three weeks, and that's you know it was better that way as opposed to me having to sit through it for an entire fucking semester. Yeah. Uh, here's a weed story with J term, but an academic weed story. Yes, please. I I always loved to run experiments in college to see like if I only smoked weed and like, I did everything high, like how how would this turn out? And usually they didn't, I didn't come up with bad products. <laughs> uh, and I was taking Hebrew Bible for J term. Oh, uh, man. I did every single thing in that class completely blazed. And I kept track in my notes, like mm-hmm. how high I was when I wrote this. I, I smoked two joints and then wrote this paper, you know. Um, Fascinating. And, yeah. And I, I made over a 100 in that class. I made a 117 in that class with bonus points. Wow. I, something deep. Like I was, I was in tune with, with something in the Hebrew Bible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember we were taking that, uh, it, pardon me, a bullshit class about what we're going to do with our future after we graduate. Um, oh yeah. I fucking, I said I was going to become a rock star and have a tiny house, but it's just, oh, it's so bullshit. But I remember you saying you were going to try to go to divinity school. Yeah, I see how that turns out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, plans are good things to have. Yeah. And then decide not to do. Yeah. If you have plans, you can decide not to do them. If you don't have any plans, like, what are you going to follow? The, like, you, you got to at least have a strategy or a jumping off point, um, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, man, it's been so long since I reminisced about college with someone. Like, I don't know if we have re- like a reunion um, for our graduating class, but that would be great. I would love to see some of those people again. Yeah, I, I'm sure we will at one time, but like, I don't want it to be like 
<laughs> in 50 years you know the 50 year reunion or something yeah when we're still all young and fun and go sneak off to take a, a walk in the woods see that's yeah and like homecoming every year like i haven't been to a homecoming since uh we since we graduated but yeah. a lot of people go back for that and if i ever do i'm definitely taking a walk in the woods and visiting all those all those places yeah i, I used to know so so well mm-hmm. lenny did you ever touch the rock um oh i should explain but so the rock is a uh a monument at Maryville College that has three words inscribed onto it, which is scholarship, respect, and integrity. Um, and at the beginning of your freshman year, you touch the rock. And at the end of your senior year, you're supposed to touch the rock. Um, and it took me two years after graduating to go and touch that rock again. I I did touch the rock. I also like, so for, for my senior thesis, uh, I wrote a show about the history of the college. So I got really involved with like the the college bullshit is what I like to call it all their like yeah. little traditions and stuff mm-hmm. you know and, like so I thought about like incorporating like the covenant stone into like as a image or a motif into this mm-hmm. into this show which I kind of did the title of it the title of my senior thesis show was was sturdy, sturdy as a rock, rock. yeah it was like I didn't actually talk about it during the play, but I kind of did an homage to it in the title. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the spirit of the thing. The spirit of the thing, but yeah, I I did, and I I have a funny story about the rock. Yeah, I, well, I used I, to do some. Sorry, work. like I I keep calling it the rock, but I just remembered it's actually called the Covenant Stone. Um, yes, the Covenant Stone. Yeah, it All has right, but... scholarship, respect, and integrity written on it mm-hmm. on one side of it um and it's always something on a like on a campus tour all of the uh ambassadors have a little spiel that they say about the covenant stone and mm-hmm. the meaning the the significance of it to students and stuff but when i was a senior late nights when me and my friends were drinking beers we would want to go on a walk and I I always thought it was the funniest thing to to put my uh my beer bottle on the on the covenant stone which oh, come on. I know littering not good yeah. but I Anna Dieter who was a who's a friend of ours uh was walking through uh was giving a tour and she she saw that beer bottle on the covenant stone and knew immediately that it was me and we had never even talked about Mm -hmm. like me that this was something that I did I had done it maybe twice before but she immediately knew it was me and walked up to me in the theater building and accused me and I was like yeah, but it was it was a little funny though. Like having yeah. to explain it to the tour. She she said, "Well, and some students aren't that." Oh, jeez. And gave a big spiel about how this hypothetical student, which she knew with me, was like a big piece of shit. Oh goodness. Well, I man, I miss Maryville College and like the community I had there. Like I loved going to a small college. Yeah. Um, besides the best place to smoke weed in college, where was the best place to take a nap for you? To take a nap? To take uh, a nap? To take a nap was in the uh, the Center for Campus Ministry. Yep. Up the second floor on one of those couches, because it was always so warm in that building, and those couches were so soft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was, I... my, that was my go-to. Or the couch in the in the Carnegie laundry room. You know, there was that one couch that was like out a little mm-hmm. bit. I would take naps on that. It was a weird place to take a nap, but I, I did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I also agree that the CCM, um, I have a problem climbing stairs, so I would just fucking pass out on the lower couches um, oh, yeah. and get kicked out by the Bonners whenever it was time to for them to have a meeting. Um, but I remember one time when I did get upstairs and listen or uh, fall asleep and then I woke up to people filing in and a sermon um, and it was just it was incredibly uncomfortable for me because I have I have um, uh, I don't know like like I, I unintentionally went to a Christian school um, but I 
yeah it's it's complicated um i have an interesting relationship with christianity that i'm not going to discuss right now but my goodness like i i knew the center for campus ministry was a thing but i just thought it was like I don't know I didn't realize it was like an actual functioning church I just thought it was like a historic building and then I started going to school here and then I, I started calling one of my teachers reverend and then I kind of figured out along the way after that uh that one that one meeting we all had at the beginning of the year that started with a prayer um I kind of figured it out then that this was a religious college yeah yeah it is and it's it's, it's there if you want it but it does kind of permeate everything to kind of in some yeah extent you know it's not like Maryville College isn't very dogmatic about it and Mm -hmm. like forcing like moral rules at other colleges Mm -hmm. other colleges do but it's definitely in the atmosphere I feel yeah I agree I one thing about Maryville College like mm, I don't know I love the school but like I I remember thinking that like I wanted to learn more about Judaism so I took the Old Testament class um, and I had Reverend McKee teach it and she did a pretty good job but I really would have liked to learn about it from like a Jewish person but being in East Tennessee they're not exactly abundant I would imagine yeah yeah Um, I man when going to college I really wish I had taken the opportunity to like do more stuff and meet people and go to like those uh uh, what were those like uh, the school programming board? Uh, SPV event. SPV yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Wish I had gone to those more. I, The one that I went to freshman year was when they showed Magic Mike. And I only went because I thought it was going to be the magician Michael something. Um, but the poster <laughs> yeah. was very confusing. Do you remember that? They had a magician one day and then Magic Mike the next day. I do remember that. Yes. Yeah, that was a treat. Um man we also have a fucking cross-shaped building that's Maryville college for you that's anderson hall it is it is a cross-shaped building it wasn't originally cross-shaped but we we, we made it cross-shaped yeah yeah that, 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 that was an important thing for us at one time yeah man i man i i kind of want to go back to tennessee students see my uh my old stomping grounds but yeah yeah they're just not in the cards right now um yeah i uh, I have a list of things like I want to go see like around Knoxville and Maryville area. Like, Oh, what's on your list? Oh, it's a bunch of historical sites. It is, it's kind of boring stuff, but it's, uh, I, I, uh, I've read a lot of books about like the history of like Knox County and that area. And that was kind of like came out of my thesis. And after I graduated, I still just kind of went down that path a little bit, but Mm -hmm. I've, I've been finding a lot of historical sites, a lot of like Civil War areas and stuff that aren't like really well marked. Like you got to like research to find them, mm-hmm. but stuff like that. Uh, a lot of stuff in the old city that I I want to I want to see again. But yeah. yeah, there's not much to do in Carbondale. There really isn't, yeah. and I. I when I lived in Maryville, I didn't think there was a lot to do, but I feel like there's a lot more to do. Yeah, but. especially like, oh man, that college, like the college campus is kind of built into the town. Like it's like you yeah. can cut through and it's, oh man, it's just, yeah. yeah. And, and I go to a much larger university now mm-hmm. and and being a grad student is much different from being an undergrad. Like I definitely don't feel as, connected to the school in general like I feel like an employee of the theater department yeah. not as like a student at Southern Illinois University if that makes sense because mm-hmm. I, I don't really leave the theater building because uh, that's where all my classes are and that's where everyone I see every day is we all stay in there yeah. and do theater during a pandemic it's fun yeah yeah I that does sound really fun actually I, I really miss going and seeing live entertainment. Um, like, honestly, yeah. I miss, uh, like, you know, just the, the theater often would have, like, you know, discount tickets and whatnot for students. And, like, if I, if I didn't have anything to do this weekend, I could go see a show. I could go wander around and try to run into somebody I know. Um, but, man, out of college, it's really hard to meet people and make friends. 
it is it is and especially like going to a new like moving someplace where i don't know anyone it it has been a little difficult i i became friends right away with like everyone in my department and stuff mm-hmm. because that's who we only see all the time and yeah. like like but it has been hard to like to meet people outside of the theater building and yeah yeah grad school is just different it really is just doesn't feel like school it feels like work man for a word that has rad in the title that's kind of a bummer yeah grad school it's not that rad all the time it's a lot of math yeah it's just all right one thing I really miss about college also was the fact that we had that, um, like a, in Bartlett, the fact that we had just three catwalks up there and you could just mm-hmm. fucking conceivably like drop an egg or something onto the concrete below. Um, just the fact that we had that huge open space is like, I don't know, something I can't really experience where I live. Like Yeah, yeah, that's true. Have you ever thought about dropping an egg on someone from up there? Oh, well, not on someone. No, I would try to make it into a cup or something. Um Oh, like okay. a bouncy ball okay that's pretty yeah yeah i <laughs> my favorite thing to do in bartlett when no one was there like if i was at the gym after hours i'm just singing to bartlett and using like the the acoustics or singing with my sister kate like or playing guitar there like it was just a, it was a very acoustically sound building oh yeah i i used to go into the alumni gym after hours and and tap dance in there because it had the best acoustics and with that floor with that wooden floor i'm sure they didn't like me tapping on their wooden floor but i definitely did it a lot i'm sure your downstairs neighbors also would not have appreciated that oh my downstairs neighbors hated me they they all hated me they 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 knew that they knew at 8 a.m i'd start tap dancing in the in my kitchen and they (laughs) they'd yell at me in class about it yeah man uh i think this is just about all the time we had but this has been fun yeah you're welcome back on the the show next time if you want to share more stories or like talk more about theater and what you're doing in illinois awesome yeah i feel like we didn't talk about weed that much that last bit but you know what that's a really good point um well i mean we talked about you know smoking weed on campus that's you know this is my show i can say what goes exactly exactly but yeah it was fun yeah i agree um, not, I also right. Wait, go on. Oh, sorry. What were you saying? No, I'm just like I'm not great with interviews, but I I had a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm glad nobody's told me they had a bummer so far, which I'm I'm taking for a win. Um, but I realized I forgot to ask you about your weed word. Um, uh, for those okay. of you that are listening for the first time and don't know what a weed word is, um, you know, just stoner slang uh, words you share between friends when you're smoking weed. Um, if you have one you'd like to share, leave us a message on Anchor. Um, you can include a voice message uh, and we can play it on the show. Uh, I guarantee you, if literally anyone does this, no one has done this yet, it will be on the show pending absolute foulness. Um, but all right, Lenny, do you want to share your weed word? Yes, my weed word is a creation of mine and my friends at Maribel College. Mm-hmm. It's called Williamsing the Bowl. <laughs> well, Williams refers to someone who did this they it's uh when you're hitting a bowl but then you cough into the bowl and blow out all the contents of the bowl into the air and it goes onto the ground it just and it you lost your weed when you cough into the pipe yep that's williams in the bowl and it's a tragedy you want to use that in a sentence oh damn it yo williams the bowl fantastic thank you um i only know one william i went to school with and i don't think he would have smoked with you uh he was kind of no it was it wasn't that william okay do you know which one which one i'm talking about though i do yeah i think so yeah unreasonably unreasonably nasty anyway um where would you like people to find you find me like my uh like email address no i mean like if you have an instagram you'd like to plug or generally people that have businesses will oh oh okay oh oh, people have businesses oh yeah Uh, find me at lenny longlegs on tiktok fantastic um if you want to shoot me a message that has the uh has that written down 
we'll uh, uh, we'll figure it out. Um, uh, alrighty, that is all the time we have. Thank you for listening. Our theme music is "The Irish Washerwoman," as arranged by Maylee Charles. You can find Potlucky on Apple Music, Google Music, and Spotify. We also have an Instagram page. Feel free to post pictures of your smoking materials and tag me in them at Potlucky Podcast. Like what we do and want to see us grow. Consider supporting us on Anchor FM. You'll hear from us next week. Bye.